This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Arenality on ORFM. Kia everyone, my name is Arina Aiza and thank you for tuning in on Otago Access Radio for my radio show and podcast, The Arenality. Firstly, I would like to acknowledge our listeners on Radio Kidnappers in Hawke's Bay, Wellington Access Radio, Plains FM in Christchurch, Free FM in Hamilton, and Coast Access Radio in Horofenua and Kapiti. Hello from Dunedin, and to our international listeners out there tuning into the podcast, Hello from New Zealand. So, the Arenality is a platform for women with international backgrounds on their cultural identities, belonging, well-being, and passions in Aotearoa. First, I would like to say Happy New Year. This is the first time I'm recording again since I'm back working. So, thank you to you guys who've been listening um, to this podcast over the holidays and I look forward to be spending 2022 with you with more stories from other women. And I'm really excited about today because we have a really good friend of mine, Alia Noradzmudin, who is a high school graduate in Dunedin. She's from Malaysia and she will be furthering her studies uh, to Canterbury University very soon, and I'm really excited to be talking with her today. Kiara Alia. Hi. How are you? Right now, I'm just trying to prepare for uni right now, so just chilling, and at the same time, trying to work, collecting money and all for this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk to you. You are actually the first high school graduate that I'm speaking to in this show. I've talked to high schoolers and people in university, but no one like in between, people who are studying that new journey. So I'm really glad I'm talking to you today. Hey, I'm the lucky one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so would you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? So I'm Alia, everyone knows that. And... I'm to me I I love art and I'm also an ambivert. I can be an introvert, I can be an extrovert because I've met different people and I have like different comments. They'll be like, Alia, you are so shy when I meet you. And then the others they are like, Alia, you're like the craziest person I know. So I'm like, you know what? Conclusion, I'm an ambivert. Yeah. So that's a new info of me. <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm here just trying to thrive with my life, you know, explore new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what course are you going for in Canterbury? I'm going for fine arts. Well, because I'm passionate in arts and everything, because I want to explore the techniques or, you know, the colour palettes. Like something deeper that I don't know of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk a lot about your passion in arts uh, during the show. And to our listeners out there, I can say that Alia is an artist. She makes such beautiful paintings and she's also done like a glass painting for my birthday. She's like the perfect <laughs> artist. And um, 
I wish I can show it to you from the radio, but I can't. So if you want to see Alias Art, I will be posting a uh, social media post on my Instagram. So you should see it. It's um, at Arina Aizal and you can see what Alia's masterpiece looks like. Um, Alia, when I asked you about your cultural identity, you told me you are strongly Malaysian. And I can say that you are a strong Malaysian and you are much more Malaysian than I am. And I love how that is something that you are proud of, like very proud of. Yeah, I am. Well, just because there's, there's one time where I have a thought of just my life, just a reflection that, you know, I'm born in an island a tiny island in Malaysia and if you see like the physical map not the google maps and then you try to find my place you wouldn't find anything except for the word georgetown with a tiny dot right there and that's where i'm born at and then at the same time when i discover more about malaysia and the other countries i find that malaysia has like various of things like food sports um like culture and and to talk about malaysia we have like let's let's just say like okay what are the majority um in malaysia and we always say malay chinese indian not just one so it's it's kind of unique to think like wow i'm actually born in a multi um diverse country so, and then I learned about the history as well. We were separated, like the one village, like this is the Malay village, this is the Chinese village, and then the Indian village. Each village has their own jobs. But one day they are just tired of being controlled and they all group together as one and get, you know, freedom for the country. And then if you see like the, the Merdeka video, the first Merdeka video where we got our first independence, we, you see everyone just celebrating together the Merdekas. It's like, wow, you know, it's... I'm really proud to be a Malaysian, for sure. And then, yeah, and then when we talk about food, oh, wow, we, no doubt, we, we amaze people with food. We'd be like, yeah, I have nasi lemak, nasi kerabu, we have this, we have that, you know. You go to the Kedai Mama there, you have various... and all of them will will just amaze you, no doubt. Like, just to compare with other countries. Other countries have their unique as well, but not as much as Malaysians do. Like, So, that's why I love Malaysia. And especially, and also, oh, can't forget the arts they have there. It's so colourful, the patterns, it's so... It's beautiful if you actually see it, like, take your time to see it and everything. So, yeah. So I'm strongly Malaysian. <laughs> and I'm sure the listeners understand why I said that. Um, this is a very important point about Alia. She is very passionate about talking about her culture. Even though it is my culture as well, I feel like I learn a lot about my culture through Alia. And seeing how Alia expresses her art. And <laughs> um, recently, Alia, you showed me some of your artworks during school. Can you tell me some of the paintings and your showcases that rep- that was representing Malaysian culture? So, um, 
I did I did my art about Malaysia for two years, which is on year 12, where the theme was forest. And then the second panel, I have to recreate something like forest with objects. I basically have to connect each other with both panels. So I was thinking, hmm, I love tigers. And tigers are like the the main animal in, <laughs> in Malaysia. Mm. So I just painting tiger like casual. And then I'm like, whoa, the tiger patterns are also like the bowl, the, the tree, the trunk, the, the tree trunk's patterns is also like the tiger stripes. So like, hmm, maybe I can connect with this. And then I'm like, wait, Wayang Kulit. Oh my God. I, Wayang Kulit is this shadow puppets in Malaysia. So then I, I remember about my dad because he is Kelantanese. So, last time when we were when we were a kid, we don't see that wayang kulit anymore. So we recreate our own, and then it's like our bonding moment. So I remember I have that memory. So I'm like, I'm gonna do wayang kulit for sure because it, it connects with the tiger. So he has the fangs, the claws, and everything. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna do bate and you know and wayang kulit and everything. Just and then connect with the tigers and everything. So it was that that point was like just me expressing my homesickness, like because I I I miss my home, I miss my dad, and yeah, and then you know just paint that that part is just it's nice because you you know sense of relief. And then this year, what I did was um, I paint focusing on the Iban culture where it's in Sarawak. Because I feel like not many people talk about Iban that much because they are the natives. And I, I'm Malay. We are not natives because we are from the, um, what we call the merchants. So we are not actually natives. The natives are the Iban, Kadazan, and Orang Asli. So Iban, I took Iban because they are like colorful and they are also similar to Maori. If, if we do research about, um, their color palettes, their, their clothing-wise, and then their pattern-wise, they're almost similar, for sure. So I wanted to put that, I mean, the idea in it, just to, like, bring awareness of our our culture, the similarities and everything. And, yeah, and I also bring the bate as well, but, the, but not bate, but it's just dots, you know, because I was just, you know, like, exploring and everything. So yeah, it was it was an interesting year. Havoc, that's Havoc because of the the deadline and everything. <laughs> but the journey was was amazing because because I did the scholarship. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get one, but but that pushes me to do research about the Iban culture. The what does the pattern mean? What does this mean? Like why do they use these colors? And then about the Maori and Iban thing. My brother just suddenly came up to me and he's like, Alia, do you know that the, the Maoris, right? They might be connected to Vietnamese by their ancestors. So I'm like, oh, that must, that must be some, there must be a connection to it. So what if Iban and Maori does have a connection back in the days, you know? Like, because the patterns and the color palettes are just so similar. Hmm. Yeah, we just don't know uh, how you know things are spread out back in those yeah, days. You know yeah, when they like, were in their boats. <laughs> yeah, Maori mm. has their haka. We we have the we have our own dance as well. I 
I haven't fully researched it, but I I'm pretty sure we have our own dance as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an eye opening for me about the Iban culture as well and yeah the whole culture, the traditions. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. Something very obvious about the Malay and Maori culture that is similar is that our language. Um, yeah. In Malay, yeah. the linga, yeah, and um, in Maori, it's taringa. Yeah, I uh, know. And even numbers, it's... like uh, two is rua, but in Malay, it's dua. dua rima yeah. is lima, and five. It's so similar. It's like, there must be some kind of, you know, a time where be. they met. Yeah. Must be, no doubt. <laughs> Don't doubt, it's too similar. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's an eye-opening for me and also an eye-opening for anyone else who actually talks to me about the art, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, Interesting. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing all this, um, Alia. And you are the best person to be talking about this because you've done the research definitely with your art and expressing yourself and I'm sure and I can relate to you when you said that you know last year when you were doing that art it made you feel good because it made you feel like you were uh, in a way feeling like you are at home especially when you're homesick I can totally relate to that that is um, a very good way of expressing your homesickness even though it's like a sad thing but um, it really helps to Remind yourself that you have this piece of you that you're so proud of, even though you're in a different country that doesn't have that aspect of Malaysia. But when you find those similarities, you just feel like, oh, maybe it's not so different, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just nice to make people acknowledge where you are from because every time when I meet some people, they are, I, always, I always say, I'm from Malaysia. And then they're like, Malaysia? Really? I only know Singapore, but Malaysia? And I'm like, you're right above it. But <laughs> <laughs> and you're bigger. <laughs> yeah. So all of it, you know, yeah, I get a little bit offended. I think everyone understands that, yeah. that part. But, you know, what makes me feel better, like, happier, that when people are finding out more about Malaysia and then when they talk about it, oh my God, that... Yeah, they'll be. It amazes me, you know. It it makes me happy because that's where I, I belong. That's where I was born. Yeah. I was born in a tiny island, not the peninsula, but the tiny island I'm from, which makes me feel a bit tiny, but still. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, something so very special about you being born in Penang Island, and yeah. I think um, Penang is also a place where a lot of people know as well, uh, if they travel in Malaysia because it's such a beautiful island. Yeah, I mean, not many. They they've been to Kuala Lumpur. That's that's sure. very obvious. The main city in Malaysia. <laughs> but if like if anyone wants to visit Malaysia, and if you guys visit Penang, like it's good because it's the most historic place as well. It's where, um, yeah, the colonizations are there. There's war museums at Penang uh, Penang Island where you guys can you know just explore and know about the the wars there and yeah so pretty historic where where I'm from so yeah should go visit everyone <laughs> when borders are open <laughs> yay when the borders are open <laughs> oh. 
Oh, Alia, thank you so much for sharing that part of you. Um, so now, I do want to talk about the other sides of you. Let's talk about well-being. Because I love talking about well-being in this uh, podcast because I know the people who listen actually care about self-care, you know, taking care of yourself, being kind to yourself and your community. Um, so with everything that's happening around the world um, and for you personally, you are changing your life phase from a high schooler to an independent student at a university. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a big thing, Alia. Um, right now, what's your way of taking care of yourself, um, your mental health, your well-being? I'm really interested to know. Okay, so let's be honest. In Malaysia, we don't talk about this a lot. So I didn't know about mental health and everything. So I was basically surviving and just learning from others. But when I soon come to New Zealand and then we talk about mental health, so I'm like, hmm, I should explore things, you know, like just explore my ways. Because I'm still not definite, like, which part that actually makes me happy because there are different ways that makes me happy, you know? It, and then if you use the same way, it's going to be like, eh, yeah. Yeah. But so this is, these are my points that I'm still exploring. So one is take your time to go outside and just be grateful and just look at the scenery, look all the details of the, this, this you know, the, the view and... I remember what my dad says because when we were kids, we were going to trips and everything and I'm that kid who would be like, I don't want to go out. I want to stay in my home. Just chill, sleep and everything. But what my dad told me changed my view, which was if you go on a trip on that same place, don't think about the whole thing, you know, like, yeah, okay, Mount Ko, that's that's a mountain. No, you got to look at the at the clouds of it, look at the sun, the light. They're different and, they, and they're beautiful in a different way. You got to see that because in different days, it just shows different. So, so you got to appreciate. And then when, once you start to appreciate those things, you start to be like, yeah, I'm a human being. I'm still healing. I'm still there, you know, like, you know, you're, you're getting there. So you just feel like some contentment inside of you. So that's one. Second is journaling my feelings down because sometimes you want to rant to that person, but deep down inside to you, 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 you feel like, I don't want to burden this person. Like, I don't want this person to keep feeling this, you know? So you have a book, you have a pen. They don't have feelings, write them down. And I did post in one of my social media on an account, how to release your anger, but not to others. So you write down all your feelings down. So you either tear it and throw it in the bin or you want to do something rebellious, just tear it with some, you know, aggression in it and burn it. <laughs> but it, it helps, you know. So mm. just the fact that you write them down, acknowledging your feelings, and then the next day when you read it again or like, you know, a few years, when you read it again, you'll be like, wow, I'm actually a better person now, like, I'm improving, you know? You're not that stuck. You're, you're not, you're not going to be st stuck that person for your whole entire life. You're going to change. And then when you see that part of yourself, you'll be like, wow, I go, I've been through this. And, you know, 
you're just you're just glad that you you learn things. Yeah, so that's why when I journal my feelings, I try to keep it, and then the next years or so, I'll I'll read it just like for the fun of it. Yeah, but. You know, if you have rage or sadness or anything and you don't want to remember that, just burn or throw it, you know, just to release that. And then, what was the next one? I'm, yeah, and then, oh, well, for me, personally, not just journaling, I also express my feelings in art as well. So if you guys go into my art account, because right now I'm, I'm trying not to focus on the trends and everything, so I go on I go on my art, so whenever I post something, I'll just give some clues in my bio, like this is how it is, the metaphors and everything, that's how I feel. So recently, I think, not recent, but the last post I posted was one image about the with the lines and the eyes and everything. That was actually me in anxiety because I was shaking and everything and then the thought of people looking me looking at me expecting something and I have a fear that I might let down someone you know that kind of thing so it's it's yeah so when I ex- so I ex- express it and then it's kind of cool and then that's why I ask people like when you see my art please please comment your your opinions there will be no judgments and everything because I just want to see what. So, like, when I express it, how do you see it? Mm-hmm. Does it does it does it says like what I'm thinking? You know, like that kind of thing, which interests me. That's why, I, I. So that's another thing about me. I love to listen about different opinions. I may disagree them, but, you know, you never thought, you have that thought. You know, like. It's kind of cool and eye-opening as well. So that's why I like to explore things, explore different opinions and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, so... And the last point was gaming. I feel gaming has been hated a lot in society, in I'm in. So, but the thing is, gaming gives you some control. That's, yeah, like... Let's say um, Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley. <laughs> we have we have farms, do yeah. we? Yeah. And then when you start building your own farm, you feel like you have control and you're like, oh my God, I did this. It's an it, achievement. It yeah. Yeah. It gives you contentment. In, in real life, we all know in reality, it's going to be really hard. It takes time. And yes, we as human beings, we tend to rush things. We want this, we want that, just because of what we've planted in our mindset when we were a child. But thing is, yeah, so that's why all the children, like all the kids go to gaming because I think they felt in control, like, you know, they're independent, like COD, like the shooting games and everything. They're not just, I don't know, meant to be a terrorist, but in a way, they just felt in control and then they got achievements and everything. That's why we feel content and that's why we seek games as our our escape to yeah. our reality. But there are side effects, but we should also look at the good effects about the gaming as well. So, so yeah, those are my like mental health things. That is so much thoughts. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Um, I can relate to most of it. 
Um, but especially the gaming part, and I really want to talk talk to everyone about this because recently, um, during Boxing Day, I bought a Nintendo Switch, and I've been playing Animal Crossing for hours and hours, and it's really making me feel good about myself in a way as well. Um, so I can totally relate to you, Elia, when you mentioned about gaming, because. Um, I am not a gamer. I've never had a like gaming console or anything, and this is my first time. And I'm kind of glad that I did go into that side, you know. Yeah. So it's it's just fun because, yeah, gaming gives you control, and then it brings you to another reality where you can actually do things in a fast way. You know, just gives you contentment. But at the same time, we have to go back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta survive <laughs> as a human beings and do all that kind of stuff. But, you know, once you're down and all, you feel like you have no control, go to gaming. Mm. That's where the best place you can go with. Take Alia's advice. <laughs> without, like, hurting other people or controlling other people. Yeah, that's the, that's a red flag. That's true. That's a red flag, everybody. Just go to games. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Thank you so much, Alia, for being here today on my show. Uh, unfortunately, we have to wrap up this conversation soon. Um, before that, do you have any last words to share to our listeners? My advice is I think we all should just explore whatever we, what we like, what we don't like. And if you feel, because I, I met some people, if you feel like you, your culture is not enough or like, you know, don't worry. Everyone's cultures are unique. Everyone's and everyone's beautiful in their own way. They have, you know, that's why all of us are unique. And that's why, you know, we should explore more. Explore, just keep exploring, learning new things. Never stop that. And never put too hard on yourself. There are times where we go through that, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to thrive. We're going to grow. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So that's my advice for everyone. That's very good advice. Thank you so much, Alia. And especially during this new year when people are putting goals that's like way ahead of themselves and, and they might feel like, you know, um, that life is too hard for them. Thank you so much, Alia. We'll see you again next time. That is the end of our episode of the RNLT today. I hope you learn a lot about Alia's passions for art and how she expresses her unique Malaysian culture through art. If anyone would like to contact me, feel free to email aizalarina at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at arinaaizal. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye! You've been listening to The Arinality on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.